to the Why Not Now podcast with your amazing host, Joe Salazar, the one and only founder of the Happy Apple podcast. Yeah, shout out Happy Apple. Thanks for throwing that one in there. Apple. <laughs> the, the Happy Apple. And uh, thank you for that lovely introduction, Brian. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, I love meeting with you uh, weekly as we do every week for the past uh, 11, 12 or so weeks. Um, oh, absolutely good pleasure to be absolutely a pleasure to be here. We've had an insane, crazy week, man, and I really, just, I really needed this podcast today. Really? So I'm happy we're doing. I needed the podcast. I needed the hangout. I needed everything that tonight is bringing together. Um, today is November fifth, right? Is that accurate? I have lost track of the days now. It is. Yep, that's one hundred percent accurate. According um, to my iPhone. It is Thursday, November 5th, 2020, which means we are in the uh, a crazy, crazy time. Tell us about your experience right the, now. With the election. Oh, yeah, tell the, okay, we'll, we'll just do this really quick. The experience was fucking crazy. Uh, we're just sitting on pins and needles the entire night, not having a clear winner. What's going on? Uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And... Um, there's, it was just crazy, man. It, there was, for how, like, nothing really was announced, how anticlimactic, I guess, the night was, it, the night still moved so quickly. There was so much information coming in um, with, like, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, um, all that crazy stuff. And, and, and at the same time, like, I'm just, I'm a viewer, too. Like, I'm a fan of this stuff. That's why I'm, like, in news. But I just, I found myself just, getting lost and everything, kind of forgetting to do my job, which was, you know, counting the tallies, making sure that all the, uh, all the uh, winners and, you know, losers that were announced were accurate, as well as keeping track of all the electoral votes going on, all the different counties with the different states that I don't even live in. Um, and then also mm. being, in, being in the studio and making sure that everyone was on their mark, because if people aren't there, you know, we don't have, we don't have a show. So I have to make sure all those things were going down. Mm. But it was a crazy night, um, and we're on election day number three. It's stressful as fuck, right? Yeah. Um, I'm so I'm stressed out. What's going on in Nevada? I'm worried for what's happening in Pennsylvania and Georgia right now. But um, I mean, we're we're good. We're good, but we're good. You you, you, yeah. you and I. So that, that's what matters. That's what I'm focused. That's what I'm focused on right now. So, uh, but yeah. yeah so that was my experience these past couple of days. And I wish I could forget it. I wish I had, you know, the opportunity to just kind of like forget some of that stuff, which I was able to do tonight because of you and your beautiful wife hosting uh, me at your house. Uh, and uh, I wish I had that men in black thing, Joe, where I could be like, the neuralizer. Yes, that would be yeah. a useful non-fictional tool. Yeah. But, but here I am remembering all the shit. So try and keep track of the election. Keep a track of Thursday night football. Uh, keep, keep a track of all football. You know, all three of us are big fantasy football players. A couple of us here put money on different football games. So there's a lot to keep track of, but that's not what we're here, Brian. We're not here to talk about elections. We're not here to talk about football. We're here to talk no. about entrepreneurship, not just entrepreneurship, but something that's very near and dear to my heart, but female entrepreneurship, aren't we, Brian? Yes, and with a little bit of a twist, being that our special guest today is also a mother, an entrepreneur, mother. Actually, had a career change before that, which maybe she'll talk about today as well. We we definitely will. And she's not just any any woman. 
right? This is not just no. some random woman you find off the street, is it? No, she is the president. She is the president of our household here. <laughs> president and CEO <laughs> of the Shuzifi presidents. She's the president of the this household that we're in right now. She is the co-founder of Perform for Life. That's right. And she is the mother of your two beautiful children. One of which we're looking at right now. Rest right on. Oh. Yes, on Azriel. Azriel Sharif. Oh, correct. Love the way he says it, right? Oh, is, is, oh, is it a soft it. A or is it? Yeah. It's, it's a soft A, not a hard A. It's not no, a, I like Azriel. It's like not Azriel. Azriel. You don't say I'm Azriel. I'm brown. You can say Azriel. Exactly. Azriel. So, so we, in case our listeners or our watchers on the YouTube haven't figured out who we're talking to right now, it is Justine Sharifi. Mm-hmm. Wife of Bryant Sharifi, mm-hmm. the co-host of the Why Not Now podcast, and also the co-founder of Perform for Life. Yes. Justine, so happy to have you. Thank your you. Beauty, and your daughter's beauty, uh, Grace R. Grace I R. Love Grace. her profile. Exactly. <laughs> her two-month-old uh, profile. This here. episode is co-sponsored by Bay, Bay Alarm Farm. Yeah, Bay, Bay Alarm. Okay. Bay, Bay Alarm. Meet me later. So don't try breaking into the Sharifi household because Bay Alarm's got your we number. We also have an ADT sticker. Who really is the alarm for this household? You'll never know. <laughs> exactly. But Xylan I hear just purchased um, his first uh, machete and is uh, just recently eBayed some ninja stars. So you could, so you guys might be able to cut that bill in half if you're oldest. I just think uh, it's real good that. with the ninja stars and the machete. And <laughs> Just stays up all night long like he does anyway. He's a rager. <laughs> I feel like he's gonna be one of those party boys in Miami one day. He might be a DJ. <laughs> in Miami. <laughs> you never know. You never know where loves, the might go. He loves Space Jam, shooting those threes. Please don't. Okay, my kid is gonna live with me, next to me forever until the day I die. Forever and ever. You don't want that. You don't want that. Other than the one his mother lives in. Okay. Which one was harder, the boy or the girl? Okay. Like the like go, like whole pregnancy <laughs> up to birth, up to birth. For sure. No, up to okay. You got to be like up to birth plus a few. Okay. Definitely, Xylan, my two-year-old wins that Easier. one. Easier. Okay. Why? No, what was harder. the difference? Harder. Hard. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Harder. Yeah, he's harder. he's much harder. Much harder. In what ways? He has some similarities, you know, so he was a preemie and let me tell you, he was like, just reached the benchmark for being a preemie. So it was like three and a half weeks early, Uh which was basically just on the cusp of calling him a preemie. If he was born, maybe like a day, a day or two later, he would have been full term, but he was a preemie. So he was born at like 36 and a half weeks. And I was pumped because I was like, you know, this shit sucks being this pregnant. I got all these pains. I, Bryant thought I was overreacting, but I was like, I think he's going to come early. Like, I just feel really uncomfortable. Like it's painful. I'm getting these shooting pains in the lady regions. Like, I don't know. This doesn't feel normal. He feels heavy. He's trying to break out. Bryant's like, you're fine. Lo and behold, the next day, my water breaks on an Uber, by the way. What? Yes, that's a that's a story. And that's not COVID safe either. No. So all <laughs> the things, all it was funny. My water literally 
broke on the Bay Bridge on an Uber with Bryant. And you guys like, were like headed out for a night out or something? July 1st, 2018. Okay, you know, this is another story. This is how much my husband is a pain in my butt. <laughs> He was like, oh, looking for the deal. Let me tell you. Okay. Looking for the deal. I just, this is such a story, but I want to. We have to lease our car. We have to get our lease. No, Brian's, no, this was it. Brian was like, Justine, it's the last day of the month. They are, they need to make their quota. Okay. The car salesman, for sure. They're buying a car. And I was like, Brian, no, 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 no. I I don't. It was June 30th. So make a long story short, we, ha- we were in a, a dealership, a car dealership all day the, the previous day. And it was like a wreck. It was an awful day. It like, we were waiting forever. I was super pregnant, starving for like hours into the night, into the evening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, what? I've had enough. I'm going to leave. And I was like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And then what happened was they had our car. I was like, I'm out. Bye. I'm pregnant. I'm hungry. You made me wait for so long. I'm leaving. And then, so we left. I was like huffing and puffing, got in the car. Lo and behold, they locked the parking lot (laughs) and we were stuck in there for another half hour. It must've been like 10 PM. So maybe later 11. Yes. Banging on the door for them to like unlock, unlock the parking lot. Like I'm still leaving, but you gotta let me out. So we left and Brian was like, oh my God, this is a disaster. The next day he was like, we still need a car. I need to get another car because we're having this baby soon in the next month. I need a bigger car for this kid. So we got to go find another place. So he's like, let's call another dealership and let's leverage this and say this other dealership was the businessman that he is. So we went over the bridge to go to the dealership and I was like, make sure Bryant, if we're going to go across the bridge because we were living in the city at the time mm-hmm. um and we we're going to go over the bay bridge i was like make sure that this is the car we actually want he's like oh no it's the car i was like oh, okay we go there what's the name of that car so it was close enough but not really and i was like Bryant, i was like i've had it i'm gonna leave i just i gotta go they're like, we're going to, I don't know if they were going to like, I'm going to beat the price or meet the price or whatever it was. But I was like, no, it's not the same car. They screwed up. You screwed up. I'm pissed. Let's go. So he's like, okay, just hop on the Uber. Let's go back. We hop on the Uber. I'm on the Bay Bridge. We're on the Bay Bridge. I'm like, Bryant, my water just broke. He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, what the? And Don't then- question me. <laughs> I take the water from the puddle that's created and like splash it. Like I was like, like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, what do you mean? Am I sure? And it like splashed (laughs) on the back of like the passenger side seat because we're in the back seat and the and the driver's seat. Did they hit the driver? Did they hit the Uber driver? This poor poor driver. Maybe, maybe not. But what happened was I was like, oh my God, we're near our exit. So I was like I drop me off. I need to go. Like I just like drop me. Drop I need me. To go. I'll go alone. I'm here. <laughs> That's yeah. what was happening. So what happened was when we left that other dealership, Bryant was like, "Okay, you hate this one. Let's go call the other one, the first one that pissed us off." Let's go back. Like, yeah, we can because he still has his own. So we we were mm. actually on our way to that dealership, and I was like, "No, Bryant, we got to stop. We got to stop. We got to go home." <laughs> so we stopped at our house, and Bryant was like. 
I still got to get a car. I was like, are you kidding me? He was like, I got to get the car. Like, <laughs> we won't have a car. We won't have a car. We won't have one. He's yeah. like, this is killer deal. I, we got to get this car. Killer like, <laughs> so what ended up happening was I went to the house and I hadn't packed my overnight bag because it was so early and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a procrastinator sometimes. Yeah. So I was packing my bag after my water had broken. And then Brian, believe it or not, actually went to the freaking dealership to get a car. What? Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Yes. So you were about to give birth. Yes. You go to the hospital no to go believes. birth the baby. No, no, no. And then Brian goes to the car dealership He's like, to buy no, the car. Are, you're giving me the deal of a lifetime. I have to go. And I was like, are you no, serious? She's packing her bag. She didn't go to the hospital yet. She was packing her bag. So I was like, okay, fine. So at home, I was packing my bags. And I call my parents. I'm like, hey, mom, dad. Brian's getting a freaking car right now. I, my water just broke. I need a ride to the hospital. So tell me why. My parents, so they take a while. They were living in Pacifica at the time. They get to my house, and what do they arrive in? An effing Uber. I was like, uh-huh. why didn't you take your own car? I was like, if, if you were going to come in an Uber, I would have just taken an Uber to the yeah. hospital. Why didn't you bring your car? But moments later like literally like minutes bryant comes in with um having had gotten the other car he oh comes so it was a quick process that's good yeah quick. Needed, like, the he is- and <laughs> all went to the hospital together Super bad. but that's the story oh that's a phenomenal oh, story that's like what one, one of the best like pregnant stories ever yeah and then were and, you in labor were you in labor long did that come out pretty quick oh or? long long took right. a long time Long time. So yeah, apparently your water breaks, but that doesn't mean you get into like what they call active labor, and that's when your um your contractions are I forget maybe like x amount they're regular they're x amount of mis- minutes apart like yeah they come regularly that didn't happen till way later so maybe my water broke in the evening sometime but it must have been like past midnight or two a.m. or something when I finally got into regular contractions so. Brian's not a total a-hole. I want to. I want to say that he's a great father. Um, <laughs> he is. I can. I can vouch for that. Great father, but uh, and I was in an emergency too. that I had to like go to the hospital like that. <laughs> but but yeah. in that moment, it's probably like Brian. You're just like I need like my family. I need to provide for my family, and they we need can't. Like, it can't be me, my wife, and my child without a car. Like this is what makes us. Family needs like, a car. Are you kidding me? This is, I get it. I, I get it. Yeah. So each one, yeah, pheno- phenomenally handled. I have the visual of what was supposed to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and yes, for our viewers who can't hear, or I'm sorry, who can't see right now, but are hearing the, the padding, it's because Justine has her, her beautiful baby girl. Oh, there you go. And yes. just give her some Osriel. 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 Asriel. Exactly. Yeah. Baby um, is like, Trying to be involved in the podcast. She has something to say. She needs to. She's gonna be that type of a baby. World, be ready for it. Um, oh, yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk about something, Justine. You are um, you're a nurse. Let's go back like six, five years ago, six years ago, Gosh. seven years ago. You're a nurse, right? And you meet a young, handsome man, <laughs> Prince, if you will. Um, he convinces you to leave your residency to go start a gym with him. Yeah? Okay, something like that. So, 
Hold on. Are you breastfeeding right now? Yes, I am. Oh, my God. Oh, why not now first? It's going oh, down. Oh, 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 why not now podcast first? This is called balling, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, that was like, I make it happen. Like, oh, no, the you, podcast you, you, you wouldn't even say anything. It, I was just like, I so wouldn't say anything. Camera so up. No, awesome. Hilarious. Okay. okay. So just take this back really quickly. Um, Brian, you meet Brian. He asks you to start not only, you know, to be in a relationship with him. Yes. Right. But also come start this business with me. How are you well, feeling? You what know, are you thinking? I don't even, babe, I don't even know if you asked me to do it with you. I can't remember exactly, but um, I remember he was telling me, like, I want to start my own thing. Like, at this time, he was in transition. He was working in the corporate, in the corporate world, in the corporate gym world, and then becoming independent. And then I think this was even before him being independent, but he was, I, I feel like you, you weren't even an independent trainer for that long. Um, no because he always knew he wanted to do his own thing. And I told him, I said, you know, I'm happy to help you. I want to help you out with this. Like, it seems like a really big feat to do by yourself. So I'd be happy to help. So at this time I was working full time as an operating room nurse. And I told him I would kind of help him get his, you know, get started and get on his feet. And at this time we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. So let me tell you, when I told, I, I actually had, when I finally came to the decision, like, I'm going to help Brian out, I had told my uh, job at the time, I said, hey, you know, um, my boyfriend's thinking about opening a gym in San Francisco, and I'm going to need to take some time off, maybe work part-time for a while, or go on a mini sabbatical and then work, uh, work part-time, and they were thinking, and they didn't want to say this, I'm sure, they were like, girl, are you crazy? For your boyfriend um but you but you know two kids in i guess i'm not that crazy but uh yeah no i decided i was gonna help him because i joke around i've joked around about this like you know in the later years up until now like if he had just done this by himself it would have literally been like a dirty dingy like <laughs> Thanks, um, what? I said thanks a lot. <laughs> like um, a dirty, dingy locker room with weights. If I hadn't helped him, but you know, he's he's truly no, he is talented, ambitious, and all the good things. But um, we, I guess you could see we we're complementary to each other's talents. So to help him get on his feet, and lo and behold, like I took a few months off to like really get this started with him. And then I was actually working part-time as a nurse and full-time at Perform for Life. Oh, wow. And then eventually, maybe two plus years later, I, um, I actually left nursing and did P4L full-time and some to really like get us hopefully to the next level. That was my plan. Yeah. And she did. Three locations later. Seven years life. down the line, and over five years of her being full time at Pro. and now two babies. <laughs> right? Yeah, we've been busy and running an <laughs> empire at the same time. That's but then the pandemic came. Brian, yeah, Brian's trying to um, keep up with uh, baby making and gym making. Three gyms. He wants three kids. Even ratio. 
you know, just keep it. What's easy. harder to do, Brian? Baby making or gym making? Gym making for sure. Gym making for sure. That's a good answer. Good answer. Yeah, for sure. So, so just say when you like kind of look, like look at um, you know our world right now, or as a society, and um, you kind of look at who runs businesses, you could see statistically it's majority men. But when you're um, a female and you're a mother and you're running your own business, um, is there ever times where you like how, do you take pride in that? Do you identify <laughs> as that, or is it something that's kind of just like inherent inside you where it's kind of like not even a second thought? That's a good question. I think when you, when you ask that question where that, where I feel like my gut resonates with me the most is not my role in this, in this business. It's actually the women's role in our business. It, sorry. How do I say this? It is, me influencing the women's roles in our business. Yeah. It's me saying this is a male dominated industry. And like, I encourage you, I believe in you and I want you to show up in this world. Like you, you know, as much as we try to, in, you know, include diversity, Brian and I are both brown people to begin with. And we try to, in, you know, uh, we encourage diversity in our, in our workspace and in our business. And we try and we want to get more women in there. And let me tell you, when we do have more women, compliments to the men. You guys are all talented. All the men in, in uh, P4L are very talented. But when we get those women, they are gems. They, are, mm. they can do it all. They can juggle it all. They are just so powerful and so, so talented. And I just want to encourage them to believe in themselves and to shine in this industry. Because I think sometimes, I don't know if as a woman, you know, it's been societal and hierarchical um, to just feel inferior or just that we can't get to that next level. But I want to encourage them to know that you can, you have it in you. So I feel like our guys and our girls, our, our, our men and our women both all have it in them. Sometimes it just takes a little bit more of a nudge for the women I've noticed to just believe in themselves, especially because they're, they're young and they're talented and like, they're just diamonds in the rough. They just need someone to tell them they're, they're as good as, as they are. Mm. So that's. And that's what what gave, yeah. what you, what gave you that voice though? Cause it, it could have easily been, you know, take the, take the safe route, take that route. I mean, is that's the type of woman that you always kind of been is that kind of fucking go get her. To <laughs> um, so yeah. I have, you know, as a young person, I will say I had those go-getter uh, attributes, but being a business owner is tough and it's a lot of responsibility. And I will tell you, whether it be man or woman, um, I wasn't able to, I always knew in my heart, ooh, I lost you guys, sorry, there you are. I always knew in my heart that I was capable of something big. Even I remember being in my early twenties working in like a, a plastic surgery center. Right. Ooh, I love those being places. Like yeah. One of the little, <laughs> there, right. And thinking like, I know I have gifts that I can offer this world. And I was like in the day-to-day -day grind of things thinking like, I know there's more inside of me. I know there's more inside of me, but I was working in a, I was in a work environment that was very, um, 
that was, I guess you could say it was like, it was really negative, you know? Mm. And I don't think they allowed the flower in me to blossom. For sure. You know? <laughs> but Flowers can't bloom in a plastic environment. That's what I'm saying. Mm, yeah. yeah. Too many chemicals. I yeah. Know. But yeah, I just don't <laughs> think I had the right mentorship or leadership at the time, right? Mm. So I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it takes a lot of responsibility to have your own business with employees and staff. And I knew that if I were to do something like that, I'd want support. I'd need support to do something mm. like that. So I'd say Bryant, or he, or I would compliment him if he's my gutsy. He's like, he is definitely the gutsier one. My mm. gutsier other half, he just has it innately in him. I always tell him before we had kids, when we have kids, they're going to think they can do anything. They're going to believe mm. in themselves like they can do anything because he just has that natural aura in him, right? Mm -hmm. So it's one thing to have the skill. Another thing to have, like, the cojones for that, the gut. Yeah. But you see has the thought process. And like, yeah. Where I'm like, let's just do it. So let's just do it. Like, like, no, that makes sense. That totally like, makes sense. So thoughtful, yeah. Like, people have, like, the, the, the idea like the creative drive and the other person has like the actual like logistics of like okay if you actually want this okay, this is what actually that. needs to happen and this yeah. is what it needs to look like i totally get that that's super important it's a, it's not just in like a, a business relationship but like i think in any kind of like intimate relationship that you have anyway i, th I think so yeah, like, yeah. it's all that's about yin and yang baby it's all about the balance that's, that's yeah. a good point joseph um like the thoughtful curator Mm -hmm. Ooh, in that, I like the curation. The creative curator on that mm -hmm. end. So, I guess that's my that's my two cents in that question. Nice. Um, it being in your industry and because it's so male driven, has a client ever shown up and um, talked down to you or like uh, demeaned you in a way because he's a male and being trained by a female trainer? So I have mainly been BTS behind the scenes, okay. not on the training side. So I can't answer for that, but I will say, I mean, knock on wood, we've been really lucky that our community has been super uh, kind. And once, awesome. we, once we've made that human connection with them, right? Mm -hmm. um, I would say no, I never felt demeaned because of my gender or anything mm. there. I feel like I've been treated with respect and um, there has been that human aspect. And actually I will say I miss that part because mm. as we've grown and I love our managers, like they are a godsend and they are super amazing and I'm thankful for them. But we were those people who were mm. first line in touch with the community. So um, it's been a few years now that we've had that kind of intimate, like, uh communication with them right mm. or like just been their first point of contact but in the years where i was no i will say i've had an amazing experience with mm. our community so knock on wood yeah i mean individually that's great that you've experienced that i think it goes mm. to show like how strong you know the energy that you have like you're just not gonna put up with that shit people feel that no matter what <laughs> Maybe. You know? But yeah. also, too, I think it really says a lot to like the culture that you and Brian have built within your guys's uh, your guys's business. You know, with that human aspect, and you know, with 
you know, just the community, but there's respect for everyone, no matter gender, race, anything. Exactly. Actually, Brian and I were talking about, we, we miss that part more than ever, you know, as Mm -hmm. we, we grew from one to two to three, it was physically impossible for us to be the main point of contact for everyone. Mm. And that part, I think we definitely is a part that kind of kept us most alive and we miss, we miss the most. Like the yeah. connecting with everybody, like for yeah. sure. Hey, Joe, yeah, how, that, how are the boys? You know? Exactly. And so like, yeah, that goes right into like, you know, being here in the pandemic, you guys started your company seven years ago, this past, you know, eight to 10, you know, eight months or so completely changed kind of like how we're operating as a business. So how, Justine, I guess, how have you thought differently about the ways that Perform for Life has to operate going forward, you know, surviving the pandemic and going forward past it? Hmm. Well, I mean, it's been challenging. You know, I had been basically pregnant the entire pandemic. Mm -hmm. I was just nearing the end. Sorry, baby's done. (laughs) She's done with dinner? It's been like... Hour. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but I had just been nearing the end of my first trimester when this all went down. So it was a lot of things. It, it was tough. I was going through a lot of physical, emotional, mental changes from um, being a second time mom and childbirth. And, you know, Brian and I actually miscarried right before her. Oh, wow. So literally right before her. In... I got pregnant in October and then November, December, by the end of December, I had miscarried. Mm. Beginning of December. Beginning of December. Beginning, sorry. Okay. It was like a blackout. And yeah. then, you know, thank, thank God, like I got pregnant right away in January. So there was just a lot of, you know, we were dealing with the growth, of our business, the build out, which is a huge stress, financing it by ourselves, you know, and then finally opening the third studio and grand opening happened in January mm-hmm. and then March, this all hit. Yeah. And then me being super pregnant and then having to kind of transition to um, someone else kind of filling in my role, you know, for the time being. So I think it was tough putting trust in someone else to do that. Um, and just like a lot of, just, I can't, I think it was just a mixture of a lot of things. And we were told so many times we were going to open, right? Yeah. But lo and behold, we finally opened a couple weeks after she was born. Was that right, Brian? Yeah. So like after. we had to like let go of the reins a little bit. We were forced to in a time where we felt super, um, it, you know, in between a rock and a hard place because we want to really be there. So mm-hmm. we want to be there in the thick of things, but we can't because we have this newborn. I just gave birth and then now things are finally opening. So it's just, I don't even remember the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just, it was just, it was tough. It was tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how did you guys... Like how how was it making your way through that? Because the, the original question was, um, like, how have you guys had to change, you know, business strategy through the pandemic? But yeah. I mean, you're juggling so many things. You're a new mom. Yeah. You're trying to 
help this business survive, which I mean, let's be honest, I mean, all other, for what it was, like it shouldn't survive. I mean, the whole point of the, having a gym is to have people come. If you're not allowed there, what the it's fuck? Crazy. So, you know, I think this <laughs> girl is really trying to be a part of this scene. Why don't I just let you face everyone if, you, if that's yeah. what you Yeah. Hey, Osriel. Yeah. Osriel. Osriel. <laughs> so I think what it was was it was a time for us to <laughs> pivot, right? To really start to brainstorm of other things that we want to bring into the company with balancing that out with not doing too much. So it was conveniently happening that now we have, you know, staff kind of coming in, our team coming into place and helping me out while while I'm in, you know recovering in in my postpartum stage right and i think that's kind of allowing us the time to kind of gather ourselves and think like what's our next plan like how do we build upon this how do we pivot so i think that's what it is it's like it forced us to have someone else or other team members really come through for us and and carry on p4l and having us like tend to the baby, but also kind of think more critically, like what's next. Mm-hmm. And in what ways, mm-hmm. like, um, like we just worked on this video together, like the P4L sampler special and all these different things you're trying to like do to get like, you know, people to continue to come in or people for the first time coming in. What kind of, I, I don't know, what ways like, you know, specials are you bringing people in? What ways yeah. like, promotion wise, marketing? Yeah, that's. So thank you for bringing that up. I guess it's a time where we're trying to really feel out the climate, right? Mm. There's a lot of uneasiness. People aren't sure what's next. I mean, I mean, with the election, people are on the edge of their seats, right? Mm. Yeah. So it's knowing like, what's the climate? Where, where can people build trust? People are just in a state of a little bit of distrust and uncertainty. So what we decided, because, you know, our model was an auto monthly membership right which worked really well pre-covid but at this time i think people are like well do i know if you're a good fit do i know if i like the gym do i know if i like the trainer i don't know i don't know if i want to come in i don't know if i'll like you i just like i'm just in a state of i don't know Mm -hmm. so you know brian had this awesome idea of creating the sampler the p4l sampler so with that you get an assessment and he originally said, oh, let's give them a session with a trainer and a couple classes, whether that be our part classes or virtual classes, or now we're about to open in studio, you know, very soon using in studio classes. And I said, you know, through my experience, I know that especially in the beginning, you know, we, we pride ourselves in being very thoughtful in our process. That's why we have that assessment process where we see, hey, let's feel that client out, that mem- new member out, new potential member out see where they're at, like, let's assess it, see where it's going, and then let's try to match them. So the next session is let's match them. And that person's like, hey, let me feel you out. Let me, let me kind of, let's see if we vibe, right? So even in those first couple sessions, you're like, okay, I'm getting the feel of things, right? So I was like, I think we should actually give two personal training sessions. Because by that second one, I feel like you guys have kind of met each other you guys have kind of broke the ice with your first date right and now it's the second date and by the second i feel like you kind of have a better idea of like are we vibing is this good so i guess that's where that stepped in so that's how one way that we're pivoting in 
this new world. And also we're realizing like, you know, mental health has become super uh, pivotal in this time. Like the amount of isolation and like, you know, we were built on like hugs at Peepro, mm-hmm. like the community. And now it's this kind of weird awkwardness where you're like, hi, hey, with the elbow, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's been difficult. So that, that being said, really having that kind of trial period to kind of see how things are going, but also um, realizing that the mind needs a lot of love it's not just the physical it's the mental and emotional so we've been really working hard right brian to build our team with not just the physical um you know physical therapists uh occupational therapists and like dr crystal who we already have on our team who um who helps all of us with chiropractic care but really building our wellness team i think that's what we've really been focusing on because we're really realizing like we're just a piece of the puzzle yeah we need to really build a network that we trust and we we could refer out to our p4l fam and it's like the fact that it's like a one-stop shop which totally fits in with all that you know mentally spiritually physically all that good stuff yeah like we said everybody needs more wellness they need need a well-rounded approach it's not enough to just you know um be more fit or eat better or take care of mental health you need to do it all so that's yeah. what we're trying to really focus on because that's what people are really realizing. All of it. Yeah. Brian, do you have any questions for your wife? This is kind of like a free, free chance. No, I, right? think, I <laughs> think this is perfect. I was like, what don't I think, you know? Joe, Joseph, I think, I think you guys great question. I think it's perfect. I think, um, I think what the viewers should know is what is the worst part and the best part of working with your significant other? Yeah, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> That's the <laughs> What is the best and worst of working together with me? Okay. <laughs> uh, good news or bad news? Okay, the best part is you really, like I said, it's lunch like, breaks. Huh? Oh, I thought it was going to be lunch breaks with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, don't even tell me about that. I'd like force you. But um, <laughs> no, I think the best part is, like I said, having a support system. Cause I think sometimes being like a business owner and having all those responsibilities can be a very lonely place mm-hmm. and um, getting through those tough times with a partner who's in the thick of it with you, mm-hmm. I think is the best part. And um, being able to spend more time. Cause I know everyone has their nine to fives and let's be real more than nine to five. It's like nine to mm-hmm. whenever at night and you see, your person for maybe those couple moments in the evening. Right. Yeah. So tough. It's so far and few. Like you get to experience your life together. Um and really build your life together. Like see the fruits of your labor together, you know, is really uh it's 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 a joy that you can never replace, you know? Um the worst. <laughs> I'm like, there is no worse. <laughs> no, um, I'd say the worst is it's the worst. I think actually we've been through the worst. The worst the worst part was not knowing our roles. So we mm. were constantly stepping on each other's toes in the beginning because 
we weren't quite sure what our strengths and weaknesses were. So we were telling each other what to do left and right. And oh my God, if we were living in a 500 square foot studio and working in a 1400 square foot fitness studio. Correct. So honestly, we can get through a pandemic. We're fine. Yeah. We can get through anything at this point because okay. we've for been like, living in a pandemic in close For like years. We've been for like four years. <laughs> yeah, for a long time. So um, I think that's what it was. It was really not knowing each other's, uh, not when you don't know each other's roles and also um, not having enough space. So it got better when we had another office space or we had another fitness studio. So we could have a little bit more space away from each other. Mm. But th that's my answer to that. Cool. Brian, same question. The best and worst? Oh, wow. All right. I knew you were coming there. Let's <laughs> see you. All right. I'll start with uh, the worst is when we get in arguments, everybody knows. Everybody <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> customers, uh, your employees alike. Yeah. So you can't that's, the, that's the worst you said? I, I, I would say that's the worst. I'm not, I'm not the most proper and, and able to contain my emotions at all moments. I'm a Pisces <laughs> and I wear my heart on my sleeve. So I'm like, um, I'm not yelling, Brian. You're yelling, <laughs> shut up. And I'm like, why are you yelling at me? All the top, at the top of my lungs. And he's like, I'm not yelling, you're yelling. Like, hey, <laughs> just see cause it what, how it is, you know? She just is who she is, you get it all. Exactly. Um, what's the best, be Brian, what's the best part? You didn't say what the best uh, part was. Uh, the best part is honestly is like what Justine said is like building together and like creating something that you can both call your own and um, yeah, gr growing with each other and like you know where our careers are are, are uh, meshing together but they're also different and you know it it's just a beautiful thing to be able to do work with life because life yeah. is right there and you're growing on the work side too which is. It could be really catastrophic for some, I'm sure, but for us, it was, you know, um, something that seamless we could, transition. Yeah, and cherish together. You know, we yeah. did it together. So awesome. Yeah, that was, that was right. cool. So, so here's how we're going to conclude this. I want you. We'll start with Justine first. We'll start with Justine. Justine, you say what your superpower is, and then you say what Bryant's superpower is, and then Bryant, yes. vice versa. Gotcha my superpower oh um uh my superpower is i feel like i i think i'm very hmm i feel very empathetic i think i'm a i'm an empath for sure i'm a very empathetic person um and i think that's my superpower one one of the many <laughs> uh, with brian i think that he is fearless. That's his superpower. Slash, he believes in everyone. You have many superpowers. I'm being sweet now. Too sweet. The one yeah, like, this isn't like this is a gushy. This is a gushy. <laughs> one of those podcasts. Brian, your I'm superpower. Uh, recorded. Exactly. No one can say he never said it. Look at Osriel. Osriel's like, I'm not so sure about that. You see, he lets me get away with whatever I want. Call your pot. Osriel. Uh, Justine, it is Azrael, right? It's Azrael. <laughs> if I say it to me at times the wrong way, it'll get stuck in my head. That's the wrong way. So I need to start saying it as Azrael. I like the Azrael. 
people have the attitude. Yeah. Asriel, Brian, your superpower. Justine's first is her ability to, um, her intuition. She's able to like read people really well. And um, because of that, it can allow her to connect and make an impact on their life in whichever way possible. And then um, my superpower, Justine said on the second part, I can bring out the fearlessness in others. I can bring out the best in, in them. Like I believe in them more, more than, than they believe in themselves. Yeah, that's all I just say. That's your superpower. Oh, you guys know each other so well, and you're totally meant for each other. I see big things coming out of the two of you. Yeah. More kids. <laughs> no, maybe one more. One more, but no more than four. I think what, what you're at four, you're, you're a little bit greedy. Yeah. So, yeah. Save, save some for mm -hmm. the rest of us. Right. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but Justine, thanks so much for, uh, be, for opening up to the Why Not Now podcast uh, community. The listeners, the audience, and, and Osriel as well. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Ozzy. Like, thanks, I'm full. Now I'm tired. Exactly. Like, no, she's actually saying this was so entertaining. Can we do this more? Like, I feel like I should start my own podcast called Baby Talk, and it would be amazing. Osriel on the cat podcast. On the podcast. <laughs> Super cute. But thank you, Justine, for being here. Thank you for hosting us. Thank you for putting up with this one. That that guy. I know. I, honestly, I need a I need a medal. Something. <laughs> I have a purple one for you. I'm not the president. I can't do that. But once I become president, I feel like I can be after <laughs> this whole fucking shit. Maybe, you, just maybe, you two will actually receive purple hearts. But you get why not now podcast hearts, and that's XO, just as important. So why not XO. now? Why not you? Why not? every day exactly why not every day bryant why not now boom now why not now 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 now